Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. right this is the world wrestling podcast and you know i had to throw in that old familiar voice um sadly the big bad boo bear is not in studio with us tonight but we will be talking raw results smackdown results i got wrestlemania predictions and much much more so sit back relax it's gonna be a good show tonight um WrestleMania is absolutely stacked, so definitely going to be going over my predictions of what I think is going to happen. Um, don't have too much time on the show tonight, so I'm going to try to get through everything um, as efficiently as I can. So like always, keep it locked right here to the World Wrestling Podcast. We're going to take the our first music break of the evening. So we can share it around. Tell your mama. Tell your mom's mom. Spread it around like your favorite venereal disease. Because we are the one you want. And as always, gotta give big shout outs to my boy Flo Wood for being the e- sorry. For being the official music of the World Wrestling Podcast. And you can check him out on flowwood.com. That's F-L-O-O. W-O-O-D.com Check him out on Facebook Instagram Um, Check out his music on every platform iTunes Apple Music um, Google Music Wherever you can find music iTunes Sorry I already said iTunes YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud He is everywhere So definitely, definitely go check him out His music is absolutely awesome so here we go. Here is some Prometheus by Flowwood. Be sure to share it around to all your friends. Keep it locked right here to the World Wrestling Podcast, baby. Cherish this fallen bliss. I lick a kiss, savor the taste of licorice. Coming like a supernova. But you got a quota. Love relentless, never over. 
like Casanova. Love drunk like it's October, so I fuck her till she's sober. Motorboater, bend her over, witness greatness like Jehovah. She's a predator, season infrared. Self respect, she ain't got a shred. Spread like butter on my bread. I'm your judge, I'm your dread. I'm in your head like I am the god of hellfire, and I bring. In the big lighter, I ignite every desire. Turn the pussy to a tiger when she feel me push inside her. I spread fire with the kiss. Prometheus, leave this heart to temptation. And then she finds salvation. Taking my dictation like she got all fixation. Tongue in cheek, hide and seek. I get brain like I'm a geek. The physique of an ancient Greek. Make your legs weak. I open the portal. Never seen by any mortal. Immortalized eyes, hypnotized. I rise like dark night between the thighs. In the days, burning blaze. My mind's a labyrinth. I amaze. Caption happens fire in the big lighter. I ignite every desire. Turn the pussy to a tiger when she feel me push inside up in the sheets. I'm the rider. I spread fire with the kiss. Prometheus, but what is this? The truth I can't dismiss. I'm lost in the abyss, and I can only reminisce about the man I once was. The one still wrapped up in gauze from these females' claws. Pause, hold your applause. It was never my intent to begin this descent. Heaven sent, yet hell bent. I'm too faced like Harvey Dent. Welcome to my punishment, disgrace and torment. I am the god of hellfire. And I bring you. Wish I had abstained. Is this guilt? Is this pain? Either way, this shit's insane. Rain wash away the stain. When it's colder, as I grow older, Satan perched on my shoulder, chained to a boulder. Eagle pecking at my skin, and I can't feel the space within. Call me Apollo. When did I become so hollow? Never meant for her to follow. Too late, the flame swallow us both. I made an oath. I spread fire with a kiss. Prometheus. Guess one heart wasn't enough, and so I grieved. When I jacked, never thought to look behind his back. See, these queens got a full house of kings to receive. Guess it's New Year's Eve. I'm just a guest in the church, watching the lust converts. I follow you inside, but you say I come first. Just imagine if our roles were reversed. Maybe they'd understand my hurt. And you could say that you love me the most. Raise a toast and boast that there's no blow close, but he makes you feel alive while I'm just a ghost. I guess I'll just sit back and let you fuck the host. Can you see into the blacks in my eyes? See me despise your words like lies. Say that you love me, but you're lying with other guys, and I can't feel the beat of my heart when it dies. I'll be a tin man, turn gold, cast from a hateful mold, specimen to behold. Prince Charmer in the interstellar armor without his soul. I'll be a tin man, turn gold, cast from a hateful mold, specimen to behold. Prince Charmer in the interstellar armor without his soul. I'm the Joker in the deck, lose her grace when it breaks. Left to reflect in every defect, as girls dissect the disrespect, but they won't talk shit when I'm perfect. Let's pretend that you don't have a boyfriend. How much money am I gonna have to spend on drinks in the inside? Swipe by your best friend, and probably taking home a father like him. I can play nice, meet your parents, mess my hate so it ain't so blatant. Nice to meet you. What's a curfew? Buy whatever you like off the menu. Need a tissue, girl? I got you. Just as long as you give away your virtue. Oh, I'm a freak, I'm a weirder. Yeah, you pass over me, but you give it all to him though. What's he got? I don't have set for a six pack of abs. Stare into the mirror, grab a handful of blood. How sad! Thought it was hot to have the body of a dad. I'll be a tin man, turn gold, cast from a hateful mold, specimen to behold. Prince Charmer in an interstellar armor without his soul. I'll be a tin man, turn gold, cast from a hateful mold, specimen to behold. Prince Charmer in an interstellar armor without his soul. 
Half a sack just ignoring her cue Can't tell me apart from the crew Guess I can never lead a scene with you Just tell me all about your latest breakthrough How long do I have to listen But all these villains that you've been kissing and missing The nice guy's patience is thinning Cause only assholes are winning That revolving door spinning But there's no getting in Then she booked a ticket Couldn't believe she did it Thoughts were illicit Thinking maybe she'd give it But all she did was take it Make it explicit That she wouldn't permit it Friendship was the limit Then why did you visit? Sex was implicit And now you prohibit You wicked just you wonder why I quit it I'm addicted and I get it Just a friend who never benefited But I know you'll crawl back to me While my body is gilded I'll be a tin man Turn gold Gas from the hateful mold Specimen to behold Prince Charmer In an empty suit of armor Without a soul I'll be a tin man Turn gold Gas from the hateful mold Specimen to behold Prince Charmer In an empty suit of armor Without a soul I'll be an empty suit of armor Without a soul I'll be an empty suit of armor Without a soul Without a soul Without your love Ah, uh, yeah, welcome back to the World Wrestling Podcast. Again, big shout-out to my boy Flo Wood for being the official music of the World Wrestling Podcast. And we're going to hop right into Monday Night Raw results. It was the final Raw before WrestleMania. Stephanie McMahon opened up Raw and uh, made it clear that the WrestleMania main event is to be winner-takes-all. Whoever walks out victorious on Sunday will become the undisputed champion of both Raw and SmackDown. Um, when Charlotte beat Asuka last week on SmackDown, I had a pretty good feeling that this is what it was going to end up being. Um, we got the the superstar shakeup. I believe it is... Either this coming up Monday after Raw or the week after. Not entirely sure, but definitely knew that when Charlotte pinned Asuka that this is where it was going to go. So um, I would give this segment a solid C-. minus. It's Stephanie McMahon. Uh, whenever she comes out, most of the time it's not anything super spectacular. But I am definitely looking forward to that main event at WrestleMania. The women, for the first time ever, will be the main event. Um, they've done a lot of good shit the last few years with the women's revolution. So a lot of people are kind of upset that the women are going to be main eventing. But with Charlotte, Becky, uh, that's two of the four horse women right there. I believe that they can absolutely steal the show. Um, people give Ronda Rousey a lot of crap, but I think she's done really good in WWE. She's proved herself. Um, she's a solid wrestler. She's went up against some really good competition since um, coming into the WWE. So I just think people are a little too hard on her. After WrestleMania, there's word that she's going to go to a Brock Lesnar type schedule where she's only going to be on like select appearances. So, um, we'll definitely see what happens with that. So, I'm pretty confident that either Becky or Charlotte is going to be walking out with the title, not Ronda Rousey. But moving on, Seth Rollins makes a, makes a statement at Brock Lesnar's expense. Paul Heyman called Seth Rollins an afterthought with Brock Lesnar looking forward to his future. Uh, but Seth Rollins would have none of that. He stormed to the ring and made it clear 
he was certain that he can beat the odds at WrestleMania. Um, then he connected with two low blows and a super kick, followed by the big curb stomp to lay out the beast in the middle of the ring. Um, backstage, they questioned why Seth Rollins would use uh, low blows. Um, when, if he did that on Sunday, he would be disqualified. Um, Seth Rollins didn't really say anything. Um, I gave that segment a solid B+. Um, it's it's good to see someone take Brock Lesnar down a peg. I, I'll get into the WrestleMania predictions here in a little bit. Um, who I think is going to come out on top of that match. Moving on, we had Bailey, Sasha Banks, Natalya, and Beth Phoenix versus the Iconics, Nia Jax, and Tamina. Uh, Nia Jax and Tamina refused to tag in throughout this match, leaving Peyton Royce and Billy Kay Kay, scrambling to keep um, the baby faces of the match contained. Uh, Despite their best efforts, Beth Phoenix got rolling and would not be denied as she tackled Tamina through the barricade before hitting the glam slam on Peyton Royce for the win. Um, This was a really good match. Um... Anytime the Iconics are getting the shit kicked out of them, I am, um, I'm always, I'm always happy to see that. Um, Billy Kay, I wish would have been the one to take the fall because I like Peyton Royce. I liked her when she was in NXT. I think she is absolutely sexy. Um, but Billy Kay, man, just like everything about her annoys the hell out of me. Her voice, the way she looks, just, I'm waiting for Peyton Royce to turn on her. That's what, um, that's what I'm waiting for because very few tag teams stay together for a long period of time. Um, the Iconics have, I wouldn't say they've had a good run, but I think that, um, Peyton Royce can do a lot better without without Billy Kay. And real quick, big, big shout-outs to my boy Chad Mincher, who is in the chatty right now. And he says, Peyton pulled a damn good match. And I agree. He also said, what do you think about her blondish hair? I like it, man. I like it a lot. Um, like I said, I think she's sexy already. Um Blondes are my thing. I, I've always had a thing for blondes, so um, it was a solid match. I would give it a B minus. The whole match altogether was pretty solid. Up next, Batista taunts Triple H one last time. Batista came out to um, a pretty bad reaction from the Washington D.C. crowd. He gave a video package in which his uh, which showed his victories victories over Triple H throughout the years. Um, then he told Triple H to kiss his ass and walked off. It was a Batista segment. It wasn't anything super spectacular. Um, I don't like Batista. After his first run when he was the World Heavyweight Champion, I liked him back then. Uh, when he left and then came back, and 
Bret Hart made him cry, and he did the, oh, I'm qu- I quit, I quit. And then came back, won the Royal Rumble, got beat by Daniel Bryan, quit again. So, like I said, I'll get into my WrestleMania predictions, but I, I'm pretty sure you guys can piece together who I'm going to be pulling for in that match. Moving on, Apollo Crews versus Jinder Mahal in a Lumberjack match. Apollo Crews and Jinder Mahal fought with many of their expected competitors watching the competition outside the ring. Um, Apollo Crews would end up hitting a frog splash for the win. Afterwards, a fight broke out between the competitors. Titus O'Neil looked good before getting taken down by Mahal and the Singh brothers, who were thrown out by Cruz, who stood tall on his own. And um, this is another one that I'm going to say, Apollo Cruz doesn't need Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil is absolute garbage. Apollo Cruz lining himself with the likes of Titus, trip and fall and slide down the ramp and under the ring, O'Neil has never been that good. I mean, he has, he had, sorry, let me rephrase that. He had the potential at one point to be a really solid mid-carder, but he has submitted his place in the jobber, like, top jobber Hall of Fame. Um, We saw him at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Like I said, he tripped and slid under the ring, made a fool of himself. Uh, The Titus Worldwide did absolutely nothing but drag Apollo Crews and Dana Brooke down. Chad Mitra said he is a great ambassador for the sport. And that he may be, he does a lot of good charity work. I'm not taking anything away from him as a person. Um, I read an article a while back that there was a family in a restaurant. They were like struggling to pay the check, and he ended up paying the whole check for him. And uh, he's a he's a really good guy outside the ring, but as a competitor in the ring, he's just not that good. Um, I would give this match a D plus, D minus. Um, it just wasn't that good of a match. Up next, Rey Mysterio would come to the aid of Kurt Angle against Baron Corbin. Kurt Angle came out to thank the fans for their support over the years before a special video package was shown highlighting his spectacular career. However, Baron Corbin didn't want to hear any of that as he ruined the moment by insulting the legend. The Olympic gold medalist challenged Corbin to fight him early, but Baron Corbin... As expected, show no interest in getting in the ring with Mr. Kurt Angle. It's true. It's damn true. Rey Mysterio charged, uh, changed the conversation as he ran out and said he would fight Baron Corbin instead. The Rey Mysterio and Kurt Angle would send um, Baron Corbin running. At the idea of fighting, and we saw 
We saw Kurt Angle and Rey Mysterio sharing a moment in the ring. Uh, they had some absolutely phenomenal matches together. Um, and during that segment, Rey Mysterio would actually injure himself. Uh, Chad Mincher just popped in the chat and said it as well. Uh, he actually rolled his ankle, so his status for WrestleMania at this point is unlikely. I believe he was set to face um, Cien Andres or Andrades, whatever they're calling him now, um, since WWE likes cutting people's names in half. Moving on, the Raw Tag Team Championships were on the line as the Revival took on Aleister Black and Ricochet. The Revival showcased its best tactics, uh, trying to survive the power and speed of Black and Ricochet, uh, while Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder sorry, were clearly outmatched um, throughout this match. Uh, they stayed in it just long enough to pull out a victory. After a scuffle outside, um, Scott Dawson managed to catch the leg of Ricochet, um, as he tried to return uh, to the ring to fight Wilder, forcing a count-out victory for the champions. Afterwards, um, Aleister Black and Ricochet would show their frustration um, by hitting the Revival with the 630 splash on Dawson. And man, that 630 splash by Ricochet is a thing of beauty. Um, I would give this match a B plus. Um, it was a decent tag team match, but the ending made it worth it for me. Hashtag FTR. Fuck the revival. Um, there's actually talks of them leaving pretty soon. And I say good riddance. Uh, the revival was... Pretty decent in NXT, but since making the jump to uh, the main roster, they really haven't done much. Yes, they are the tag team champions, but they haven't really been that impactful as champions. And I absolutely can't stand the revival at this point. Um, so, like I said... Hashtag FTR, if they want to go, good riddance. And to close out Monday Night Raw, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair would go against the Riot Squad. Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, and Becky Lynch were all interviewed backstage, uh, promising they would not be the, fir the first to flinch. Um... I believe there was a stipulation placed on it that if they ended up fighting each other during the match, um, that the person who initiated it would be removed from the WrestleMania match. Um, while tempers flared often during the match, they did not turn on one another. Um, a blind tag from Ronda Rousey allowed her into the match to make Liv Morgan tap out pretty damn quick to the armbar. As the bell rang, the baddest woman on the planet would then attack Charlotte and starting a, um, an all-out brawl. Security had to come out to calm the situation um, by detaining the women involved. Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch were both handcuffed. Um, and Charlotte would then attack each of them until she was then restrained as well. Even in handcuffs, three... Um, 
we're still trying to go at each other. Um, even it spilled over into the backstage. You saw when they were getting put into the cop car and stuff, they were still trying to hit each other. Um, Charlotte hit Ronda Rousey with a big old knee while she was like had her head out the cop car window. Um, I give it an A minus, man. They are building this match beautifully. Um, a lot of people would uh, are talking shit about it, but honestly, I think this is the closest to like um, attitude era competition we've seen in a long time um and i think ever since survivor series that they have been building this match very beautifully um i skipped a couple things um finn balor would announce that the return of the demon um would be happening at wrestlemania sorry i'm like choking on my words here uh, bobby lashley and leo rush showed up and Finn Balor appeared on the Titantron, revealing he was bringing back the Demon for WrestleMania. Um, a segment wasn't really that good, and they could have used the Demon persona when he went up against Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. They didn't do it then. Why they're wasting it on Bobby Lashley now, I have no idea. So, there was a couple other segments, but nothing really worth worth noting. I'm gonna go ahead and move. <coughs> excuse me, gonna move into the SmackDown results. Like I said, I'm on a lim- bit of a limited time here, so um, I'm getting ready to head to California tomorrow. So I'm trying to get get through some of these results kind of quickly. I apologize if I'm talking a little too fast, but. Going into the SmackDown results, the Kevin Owens show with Randy Orton and AJ Styles would kick off the show. Ahead of their showdown at WrestleMania, AJ Styles and Randy Orton joined Kevin Owens on the Kevin Owens show to kick off this week's edition. Um, A pretty short-lived back and forth gave way to a brawl. But not before Kevin Owens would bail out of the ring on his own show. Uh, AJ Styles attempted a f- phenomenal forearm, but Orton caught him with the RKO out of nowhere, laying him in the center of the ring. Randy Orton stood tall to close out the segment. I give it an A. There wasn't a lot of uh, back and forth, um, abund- overabundance of talking. It was short, sweet. And to the point, and uh, this is a match I am definitely looking forward to. But moving on, the Usos, Alistair Black, and Ricochet would take on The Bar, Rusev, and Shinsuke Nakamura. The SmackDown Tag Team Division took center stage um, for the first match of SmackDown Live. It was uh it was pretty back and forth. Um The Usos, uh Black and Ricochet would end up defeating the bar. Um after the match a brawl broke out. Um 
which led to Black and Ricochet standing tall to close out uh, the ending of that match. Any match with uh, Alistair Black and uh, Ricochet, you know it's going to be good. Not a big fan of the Usos, but um, they worked really good together. I have no idea what WWE is doing with Shinsuke Nakamura at this point. It seems like they're pretty much jobbing him and Rusev out. So, um, we'll definitely see what happens with them here in the future. Um, there was talks that Shinsuke's contract is going to be up here pretty soon and that he is not going to be re-signing. Um, there's actually talks of him heading back to New Japan, which I think would be the best place for him if he didn't retire. Uh, WWE, he did really good in NXT. He did have that short-lived uh, WWE title run. But other than that, they have absolutely squandered his character. Uh, moving on, the Iconics would address... WrestleMania, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay made their way to the ring um, ready to address their match for the women's tag team titles Sunday against Sasha Banks and Bailey, Nia or Natalia and Beth, and Tamina and Nia Jax. It was a pretty short promo uh, with them promising an iconic championship win. Like I said, um, like Peyton Royce, Billy Kay gets on my nerves. I would give this segment a solid D. Then we would have a three-on-one handicap match. The Miz versus Sanity. The Miz cut a promo on Shane McMahon, calling WrestleMania his retribution. From there, the A-listers squared off with Sanity's Killian Dane. Alexander Wolf and Eric Young in a handicap match arranged by none other than Shane McMahon himself. The self-proclaimed best of the world made his presence felt watching from a distance um, up on the stage as the Miz fought against three of the most dangerous competitors um, that NXT had. Um, on the main roster, they have been pretty much afterthoughts um, and did that would not change um, last night on Smackdown fueled by um, Shane McMahon's verbal insults and um, Shane McMahon just poking the Miz every week um, since leading up to leading up to Wrestlemania uh, we saw him Crap talk his dad. He grabbed his dad by the face at the last pay-per-view. Um, the Miz would end up defeating defeating Sanity and stared down uh, McMahon in the parking garage to close out the statement. Um, Shane McMahon obviously not wanting anything to do with, with the Miz until WrestleMania this Sunday. And... Um, I'm I'm really glad they added a stipulation to this match. I think it was last week or the week before um, that I said this match needed a stipulation for it to be relevant, um, and they made it a false count anywhere match. So I am pretty damn happy about that. Shane McMahon needs to 
be able to use trash cans and bring that hardcore element into it. Um, and you best believe that if there's something tall, Shane McMahon is going to jump off of it this Sunday at WrestleMania. But moving on, just 24 hours after being arrested in Washington, D.C., the man, Becky, motherfucking Lynch, graced the WWE Universe with a promo hyping her triple threat winner-takes-all match against Charlotte and Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. The man, the man made mentions of WWE's original plans to book Flair versus Rousey, but all that changed when she turned on the Queen. She put over Sunday's main event and vowed to return to SmackDown as the new unified women's champion. And I would give this uh, segment a solid B because I absolutely love Becky Lynch. Was it the best promo I've ever seen? Definitely not the worst promo I've ever seen. Um, and uh, try not to to hop into WrestleMania results already uh, because you guys pretty much can guess who I'm going to be going for in that match as well. Up next, we had a 18-person mixed tag team match. Yes, you heard that right. An 18-person mixed tag team match. I believe this was the biggest tag team match in history. Uh, We had R-Truth, Heavy Machinery, The Hardy Boys, Carmella, Naomi, Asuka, and Nikki Cross um, battled EC3, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson, Andrade, Shelton Benjamin, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Lana, and Zelina Vega in the largest mixed tag team match in WWE history. Um, there were a lot of fun-filled spots such as Otis... Um, Otis Dovovic's Caterpillar Maneuver to EC3. And I got to say, I absolutely love that move. Um, I've seen a midget do the worm across the ring. Um, We've seen Scotty Too Hotty do it. But to see a 300-plus man um, hit the worm, sorry, the Caterpillar in the ring is always entertaining. I absolutely love it. Heavy machinery. I hope they don't just keep them as this goofy pushover tag team and end up jobbing them out like they did um, the Ascension and many other good teams because um, heavy machinery has the capability of absolutely raising hell in the tag team division. Then we saw the renewal of the rivalry between Naomi and Mandy Rose. Uh, But the end of the match saw chaos reign supreme, um, and the referee ended up calling for the bell. Each superstar took turns eliminating each other, uh, cultivating with Asuka dumping Jeff Hardy and uh, standing tall in the ring. This match ended in a no contest. It wasn't the worst match they've ever had on SmackDown. Um, I would give it a solid C. And it was good to see Asuka standing, being the last one standing in the ring um, since they stripped her 
Well, they didn't really strip her of it, uh, but they did have Charlotte beat her last week. So it was good to kind of see her getting some sort of push. I'm still pretty upset that they even had her um, lose the title to begin with instead of finding someone. I would have loved to see Asuka versus Mandy Rose uh, for the SmackDown title at WrestleMania, but instead they had Charlotte take the title off her to be able to make that main event even bigger for the women at WrestleMania. Then we had Ali versus Samoa Joe. Because, again, WWE loves taking people's names and cutting them in half. Um, it was Mustafa Ali, now it's just Ali. So apparently, Prince Ali is gracing SmackDown Live every week. They should give him a, a little pet monkey named Abu to accompany him to ringside, have him come flying down on a carpet. <laughs> uh, because I feel like they're, they're just going to absolutely job him out. But like I said, Ali versus Samoa Joe, just five days before he's slated to defend his United States Championship against Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania, Samoa Joe battled Ali in a non-title match. Uh, this was a pretty fast-paced uh, match. Um, Ali had Joe staggering in the early parts of the match. Unfortunately, a big tornado DDT uh, would turn the table. Ali tried for a 450 splash, splash, sorry, but Joe blocked and applied the Coquita clutch, forcing Ali to tap. I would give this match a solid C. Um, I'm glad that this Mojo is the United States champion. I believe he can uh, bring some of that prestige back to it, but they need to give him better competition. Samoa Joe is an absolute beast and they need to give him legit competition instead of uh, these cruiserweights like Ali. No offense to Rey Mysterio, but um, they, need to, they need to give him better competition uh, while he's defending that United States Championship. We then had the WWE Championship contract signing. WWE Champion Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston sat across from each other, ready to sign the contract that would make their WrestleMania match official. That's right, Kofi Kingston got his wish and will be facing Daniel Bryan for that WWE title. Bryan signed the deal that took time to educate the WWE Universe. He blamed Kofi Kingston's 11-year frustration on complacency. He ignored... Um, sorry, he implored the masses not to wait for someone to push you the way the New Day man has. Uh, Kofi Kingston had then heard enough. He rose from a seat, told him uh, he had watched and studied the champion's journey um, to getting the title, and told him, you don't know me, you don't know what I've been through. Um, Kofi signed the contract and tossed it to Michael Cole uh, to end the show. It was a, 
it was a pretty solid segment. I'm uh, absolutely stoked that Kofi Kingston is in that main event. Um, this is pretty much a a mirror effect of what we saw with Daniel Bryan a few years ago uh, leading into WrestleMania 30. Uh, he got called the B-plus player. Uh, he had Triple H and Stephanie um, screwing with him at every turn. And now, like I said, it's that mirror effect. Daniel Bryan screwed with Kofi, called him the B-plus player. And I believe that come Sunday... Kofi Kingston is going to have his WrestleMania moment and uh, he will be victorious over Daniel Bryan and finally get that WWE title. So I'm going to go ahead and go into my WrestleMania predictions. Um, I'm going to go over the updated card for WrestleMania at this point. No particular order. I'm just going to go down the list and how they have the titles or the matches listed and give my predictions on each one. Starting with the WWE Universal uh, title match, Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. I am going for Seth Rollins 100%. There's a lot of talks that Brock Lesnar is going to be going back to UFC. He's already in the, the pool to get um, retested or whatever process he has to go through to get back into the UFC. Um, He doesn't deserve the championship to begin with. He's had it way too long. They call Raw the the flagship show of the WWE, yet they have no champion there every week. It's sad that the women's champion... Uh, a lot of people are going to hate on Ronda Rousey, but hey, at least she's there every week. You see the women's title. Uh, I've almost forgot what the universal title looks like. So we saw Seth Rollins take it to Brock Lesnar Monday night on Raw. Yes, he did hit him with the low blows, but I still believe he can get it done this Sunday without having to do any low blows. Um, you know at some point the wind's going to blow and the referee's going to get knocked out for 10 minutes, uh, which would leave plenty of time for Seth Rollins to to use some underhanded deeds. And honestly, I'm all for it. We've seen Brock Lesnar cheat many times um, or, or just scrape by by the, the hair of his teeth to somehow pull out a win. So if Seth Rollins has got to use a low blow, um, hit him with the chair, um, run him over with the car, throw him off the top of the stadium, I don't care. I want Seth Rollins to walk out of WrestleMania, the Universal Champion. We have the triple threat winner-takes-all match. The Raw and SmackDown women's titles will be on the line as Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte will face off. And I'm 100% going for my girl Becky Lynch. Um, When she lost the title to Asuka, I thought it was really bad timing. Becky Lynch is absolutely on fire. She is 
more over than any woman in wrestling, any promotion, and I challenge anybody to tell me different. Becky Lynch is more over than any woman wrestler, any promotion today. Um, And I think that they're finally going to give her a really good title run and that she's going to be the one to walk out of WrestleMania, the unified Raw and SmackDown champion. We then have the WWE title match, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. Um, I already said who I want to win this match. Kofi Kingston's finally going to get that WrestleMania moment, and he is going to walk out the WWE champion. We then have the no-holds-barred match, Batista versus Triple H. Um, Again, 100% go with Triple H. I want to see him kick the shit out of Batista all over that arena. Um, And at the end of the match, I want to see Batista sitting in the ring crying and, I quit, I quit. Like, that alone would make my whole WrestleMania night absolutely phenomenal. We then have Kurt Angle's farewell match, which will be Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. I'm still, I'm still going to say that this match isn't going to happen. There is talks that one Mr. John Cena is going to be in New York that same weekend of WrestleMania. So I think something's going to happen that night, and it's going to end up being Kurt Angle versus Baron, or Kurt Angle versus John Cena. Either way, I think Kurt Angle will be the one to come out on top. We then have the False Count Anywhere match. Shane McMahon versus The Miz. This is going to be a great battle. Um, I'm absolutely looking forward to this match as well. And I think The Miz is going to pull an upset over Shane O'Mac. The Miz needs... Needs, needs to get on a, a good winning streak. I've talked a lot of shit about The Miz over the years, but I will also be the first person to say he's that character that you love to hate. He is like probably one of the best hills the WWE's seen in a really long time. Um, Chris Jericho esque, however you want to say it type heel one minute he can make you love him then the next second turn around and you just absolutely hate him um and the Miz does that better than anybody I've seen in a long time like I said reminds me a lot of uh Y2J Chris Jericho so I think the Miz like I said will pull up pull off the the upset win over Shane McMahon we then have Randy Orton versus AJ Styles I'm going for AJ Styles in this match. He needs his WrestleMania moment. I believe he's been in two WrestleManias since he debuted. And I believe he's lost both of those matches. I could be wrong. Um, someone in the chat, he correct me if, uh, if I'm wrong there. But I'm pretty certain he did lose both of those matches uh, that he's had at WrestleMania. This is going to be... Um, a phenomenal match. Randy Orton is a fierce competitor. AJ Styles is the phenomenal one. Um, 
He's tried to prove that SmackDown Live is the house that AJ Styles built, and I think he's gonna he's gonna take it to Randy Orton. It's gonna be a very very hard fought victory, but I think uh, once the ref's hand comes down for that final three, AJ Styles' hand is gonna be the one getting raised in victory. We then have Roman <laughs> Roman. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Oh, I just threw up a little in my mouth. And I absolutely hope Drew McIntyre decimates Roman Reigns. Drew McIntyre needs this. Um, I have a feeling that WWE's going to put over Roman because he's their their favorite little pet. It's Vince McMahon's uh, butt buddy there. But Drew McIntyre needs this win. He is taking out every member of the Shield. And I hope by taking out Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, it leads to him getting a title match against Seth Rollins, who, like I said, I think is going to walk out of WrestleMania. And hopefully will lead to a very, very good feud between Seth and Drew. We then have the WWE Women's Tag Team title Fatal 4-Way Match. We have Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax and Tamina versus Beth Phoenix and Natalya versus the Iconics. And as much as I want to say that Beth Phoenix and Natalia are going to walk out as champs. I would love to see that. Uh, Beth Phoenix is absolutely awesome. I think Natalia deserves more than she's got in the WWE. So I would like to definitely like to see both of them have some gold on their waist uh, before Beth Phoenix retires again. And uh, Natalia's getting up there in age, so the time's coming. Uh, here pretty soon where she's going to have to retire as well. So hopefully she gets some gold around her waist before that time comes. But I'm going to put my chips on Bailey and Sasha Banks walking out. WrestleMania steal your uh, women's tag team champs. We then have the WWE United States title on the line. Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. If this match happens, like I said, Rey Mysterio did get injured Monday night on Raw, so his uh, status for WrestleMania at this point is uncertain. So I think if they do place Rey, replace Rey Mysterio, or if he does compete in the match, I think Samoa Joe walks out as champ. Uh, Samoa Joe needs to stay on a roll. Um, I don't think taking the title off of him right now is the best thing to do. So, like I said, I think Samojo will walk out of WrestleMania still the United States champion. We then have the WWE Intercontinental title match. Bobby Lashley will take on the Demon Finn Balor. And uh, I think Leo Rush is going to cost Bobby Lashley the title at WrestleMania. We've seen a lot of... Uh, Mixed emotions between them. One minute, Bobby Lashley's punking him out. Um, but then we see Leo Rush help him win the title back. Um, 
I think, though, that this is going to be the final, like, big insult, uh, the big steamer on Lashley's chest, so to speak. I think Leo Rush helps Finn Balor win the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. Um, if, uh, if Leo Rush doesn't get involved, I still think that Finn Balor is going to walk out as the Intercontinental Champion. We then have the Cruiserweight title match, Buddy Murphy versus Tony DC. Um, I I still don't watch a lot of 205 Live. I've seen a few of Buddy Murphy matches, of uh, his matches. I can uh, 100% honest, I don't even know who Tony DC is. Um, 205 Live, just when it first started, it was absolute garbage. I've heard it's gotten better. I just haven't brought myself to, um, to give it another shot. It's kind of like WWE's impact. Like when TNA got to the, its ultimate shittiness, I just, I just gave up on it. That's how I was with 205. It just got like so shitty. I was like, eh, uh, to hell with it. But if I had to pick a, Pick a winner of this match. I would go ahead and say uh, Buddy Murphy walks out as the Cruiserweight Champion still. We then have the SmackDown Tag Team titles on the line. The Usos versus The Bar versus Shinsuke and Rusev versus Ricochet and Aleister Black. And I think Aleister Black and Ricochet finally pick up the gold. We've seen them come so close on multiple times. Um, the Revival got their self counted out. Um, every time they get close, something happens. Chad Gable and Bobby Roode interrupted up one of their matches. So I think they're going to have their WrestleMania moment, and they're going to pick up the SmackDown Tag Team titles. But it'll definitely be a good match nonetheless. Uh, some very good competition in there. As much as I don't like the Usos, they are a damn good tag team. Uh, they've been together a really long time. They work really well together. Same with the bar. Uh, Cesaro's one of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, him and Sheamus work so well together. Um, Shinsuke and Rusev, I, I have mixed feelings on it. I just feel like it was... They were thrown together. There's really not anything that they've done that's super impressed me. And Aleister Black and Ricochet have done nothing but impress me since they uh, made their jump from NXT up to the main roster. We then have the 6th Annual Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. This will be in the pre-show as well as the Women's Battle Royal. Um... Colin Jost and Michael Shea or whatever from Saturday Night Live will be in this match. Braun Strowman, Andrade, Apollo Cruz, Titus O'Neil, Tyler Breeze, Jinder Mahal, No Way Jose, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable, Kalisto, Grand Metallic, or Metalik, however you say it, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, Heath Slater, Rhino, Victor, Connor, Ali, Shelton Benjamin, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Otis Tucker, and EC3 are all set to be in the Battle Royal. 
Uh, there's a lot, a lot of good names in there, uh, but I think Braun Strowman's going to be the one to take it. If I had to pick a runner-up, because because you know they like eliminating the big men, we see them um, team up like in the in the Royal Rumble. Sorry, again, I'm all getting choked up on my words here. Um, the numbers game can catch up with the big men. We did see Big Show win it a couple years ago. He's a big guy. Um, and they need to give Braun Strowman something. They have put him in the pre-show. That's a, that's a slap to the face of everybody as it is. Um, I think he needs to stay on a winning streak and, uh, I hope Rod Strowman wins it. If I had to pick a runner-up, I believe it would be one of the Hardys. And we have the Women's Battle Royal, which is, like I said, will also be on the pre-show. And that's going to be Asuka, Carmella, Naomi, Lana, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mickey James, and Zelina Vega. My pick to win this is Dana Brooke. She, uh, we saw her stand up to Ronda Rousey a few weeks ago. I think she needs, she needs something good going for her. And even if it's the, a pre-show battle royal win, I would definitely like to see Dana Brooke get the win. But my deep down feeling is uh, that Asuka's going to win it, kind of as a, a band-aid on them taking the title off of her. The Raw Tag Team Championship, as of right now, is not being defended at WrestleMania. Um, every other title is on the line, so I'm not sure why they're not going to have the Revival put their titles on the line at WrestleMania. Um But in closing here, I got one more piece of news, and that is the legendary Jim Ross has signed a contract, a multi-year contract with All Elite Wrestling um, for the most lucrative deal in commentary history. Um, and I'm happy, man. Jim Ross is probably one of the the best commentators of all time, heads down. Um, I will fight anybody who tries to tell me different. Jim Ross is, uh, like I said, my favorite commentator of all time, and I feel that he is the best of all time. And All Elite Wrestling announced uh, a groundbreaking three-year deal with uh, Jim Ross, and it's considered to be the greatest pro wrestling um, lucrative deal of of all time. Ross's first in-ring appearance for AEW will be at the Double or Nothing um, pay-per-view. This is a highly, highly anticipated event going on Saturday, May 25th at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas. This show sold out, I want to say, less than... I I can't remember what the exact time it was, but I know it was like less than 10 minutes. Um, 
AEW is shaping up to be a a damn good company. Uh, I know they've they've come out and said they're not trying to be um, in competition with WWE. They're they're just trying to be themselves. Uh, but I believe that they are absolutely going to take it to WWE. WWE. Um, and they need that competition. Uh, me and Nick have talked about it several times in the past on the show. Um, he believed that New Japan was, um, in quotes, breathing down the neck of the WWE. But I don't think New Japan is going to be that company uh, because me and Nick also argued this many times. The only reason New Japan has got as relevant as it is was because of um, the Bullet Club and the Elite um, with Kenny Omega, Cody, the Young Bucks. They're the guys uh, with their being the Elite YouTube channel and everything that they've done. They brought the Indies in, into the big spotlight. And for them to start up their own company, we saw All In, another event sold out super quick. Um, this Saturday night, Ring of Honor and New Japan um, sold out Madison Square Garden. Um, that's like the WWE's home turf right there. And the Elite is the big reason why the Indies got thrust into the spotlight as much as they have over the last couple of years. Um and I'm absolutely thrilled to see what AEW brings to the table. Uh, there's a lot of people out there saying, oh, it's just a t-shirt company. Um, but that's a lot of these new age uh, little smarks out there um, that don't have the patience. Don't um, Rome wasn't built in the day, you know. They just want to want to see it oh they announced a new wrestling company where is it you know they're they're taking their time they're putting these pieces of the puzzle together the right way and like i said i am absolutely thrilled to see um what they do with this company i no part of me feels that AEW is going to be a flop um like i said they said they don't want to want to be that big competition. They're not intentionally trying to go after WWE, but I feel that they are going to be the next WCW. They're going to be that next big threat to the WWE, and WWE needs that because when they feel that fire, uh, me and Dino Mack uh, have talked about this multiple times, when when WWE's back is against the wall, when they feel that fire on their ass, they they bring a better product to the table. Um, Fox has already told the WWE that they want to see more edgier products. We've seen Ronda Rousey calling people bitch on TV. Uh, we're getting more of that Attitude Era feel. Like I said, this match leading up into WrestleMania, they've built it. They've They've done beautifully with it. Um, there's a lot of stuff. Yes, WWE still has some whack-ass segments and stuff like that, but they have... Um, AEW's not even out yet, and they're starting to step up that game because that the threat is there. Um, 
They've pretty much blackballed Chris Jericho at this point. They're not allowing any WWE wrestlers on Talk is Jericho uh, because Jericho is part of AEW. So that alone um, should tell you that WWE is concerned. They're offering um, talent contract extensions and pay raises to stay with WWE because they, they're they afraid that if this person walks out of their contract, they're going to hop ship to AEW. Um, and if Vince McMahon is scared, that right there should put every naysayer, um, all of their doubts to sleep. Because if WWE's scared, they have reason. They are the mecca, the they are the top of the fucking pyramid in the wrestling world. And, um, you know, being the lion, there's not many, many motherfuckers out there that you're scared of, but when the lion gets scared, you know it's for a good, good reason. And, um, I don't want to sound like a broken record, record here or anything, but... AEW is going to, once they launch and they get all their ducks in a row, and like I said, they're doing it the right way. Um, slow and steady wins the race. Get all your shit together. You don't want to just go out there like TNA did. Oh, here, Dixie Carter, here's a wrestling company, and watch it burn to the fucking ground. They're doing it the right way. They're getting TV deals. Um, they just got one of the greatest commentators of all time. They got Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Hangman Page, um, Britt Baker. They have a lot of good fucking talent that they're signing. And I am absolutely thrilled to see what comes of the wrestling world um, the rest of this year. Because once AEW gets up and rolling... You can bet your sweet ass that they're going to be the next WCW. They are going to be a threat to WWE, whether they're intentionally doing it or not. Bottom line, they're going to. Um, and it is a damn good time to be a wrestling fan. Um, we got AEW in the works. Ring of Honor and New Japan selling out Madison Square Garden. Um, if you haven't watched any of the indies lately, you are absolutely missing out. Um, we got Marty Skrull versus Jay Lethal versus Matt Taven uh, for the Ring of Honor title in a ladder match. That match alone is going to be freaking phenomenal. Um, and they're doing it the Saturday before WrestleMania. So the Indies are kind of, you know, pissing on WWE's feet already. So definitely check out um, New Japan's uh, G1 Supercard Saturday. I know NXT TakeOver is going to be this weekend. You got the Hall of Fame. You got WrestleMania. It is going to be an absolute amazing weekend for wrestle, wrestling fans. Um and I can't wait to come back next week and recap everything. We're going to have a lot of shit to talk about. Like I said, um, got TakeOver, Ring of Honor in New Japan, Supercard, um, WrestleMania, Raw, SmackDown. So got a lot of stuff to cover. And um, until next time, take care of each other and yourselves. 
I'm the Big Cali Kid, Sean B, and this was the World Wrestling Podcast. Big shout-outs again to Chad Mincher for popping in the chatty there. Anybody uh, else who was listening in, big thanks to you guys as well. My iHeartRadio listeners, my Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud listeners, you guys are all freaking amazing. Thank you guys so, so much. Um, I've just been watching the the plays grow and grow. Um, I'm actually in talks with getting some sponsors, so, um, you know, send the positive vibes, keep your fingers crossed that we can land a sponsor uh, for the World Wrestling Podcast. Um, and just keep tuning in, share it around, tell your friends, and uh, big shout-outs one more time to Flo Wood for being the official music of the World Wrestling Podcast. You guys are absolutely amazing. Uh, you keep me doing this every single week. Um, this is uh, this is my passion, and you guys, you guys keep me wanting to do it. I'm trying to get Matt Taven on for an interview. Going to reach out to some other indie wrestlers. So hopefully here pretty soon, um, we get some more big interviews. Um, like we had the Beer City Bruiser on here. Uh, we've had Wicked J, rest in peace. Uh, we had Dave Bradshaw on here. So definitely trying to land some more big interviews. Um, so keep it locked in. Keep it live. And like I said, take care of each other and yourselves. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to the World Wrestling Podcast. Get over here! Is it insane to be repeatedly hit in the brain and in spite of the pain you get up to get knocked out again? Stuck in the combat of this mortal plane, but you and I keep playing the same game. Fight! I'm on the break, don't think for a moment, I won't come at my opponent with everything but the kitchen sink. More than just a fire, I'm a flamethrowing igniter, torching tracks like melted wax, rip off my mask and spit fire. I'm an anomaly, effortless flow phenomenally, I'm a white knighted novelty, I'm an oddity on an odyssey. Embody a prodigy, often no apologies Probably raise a progeny, well that shit's just biology I'm a boss, next level Undefeated, I'm a way to fight the devil I'm a boss, next level Undefeated, I'm a way to fight the devil Planning a getaway? Well, with the Capital One Venture Card, you earn unlimited double miles on any purchase you make today and every day. And those miles add up to get you closer to that trip to paradise. Every vanilla soy latte, double miles. Every time you pump gas, double miles. Even when you buy a set of monogram beach towels, yep, double miles. You earn unlimited double miles on every purchase, and then you go. The Capital One Venture Card, the card that takes you there. What's in your wallet? Capital One Bank USANA. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.